here's a story from the world. World leaders are in New York for the United Nations General Assembly this week. Meantime, thousands of miles away, employees of the UN are still on the job in Afghanistan, and there's growing concern about their safety. About 3,000 Afghans work for the UN in Afghanistan. Many fear that they could be targeted by the Taliban for their work. We begin with the world's Monica Campbell, who has that story. What you hear is a convoy of white SUVs slowly moving along a road in Kabul. The passengers aren't talking, it's tense, because the SUVs are carrying top UN officials. They're heading to the airport to get out of Afghanistan. In August, most UN international staff evacuated, but UN Afghan employees, they stayed behind. Maybe the United Nations cannot help us. Mohammed is Afghan and works for the UN mission, supporting efforts to promote human rights. This is work that triggers threats from the Taliban. We cannot go outside most of the time. Just uh, we are hiding like this. Many of his Afghan colleagues face the same dilemma. This came up in a vivid way during a virtual staff meeting last month. Local Afghan staff asked their UN managers why they hadn't been evacuated. There are now 14 people who would like to take the floor. Mete Netsen is a deputy head of mission in Afghanistan. She fielded tough questions from Afghan employees. They asked to keep their voices off air for this story, saying it could put their jobs at risk. Many said they had asked UN leaders for months about getting out of the country. At one point during the call, a woman was asking a question and gunfire could be heard from outside her window. Here's how Knudsen responded. It's, it's very, uh, uh, I mean, what can I say? You, I fully understand the difficult situation that you, you uh, find yourself in. And I know it must be terrifying to have these people uh, coming to your homes, uh, coming to your neighborhoods. Uh, and, and it's certainly uh, something that concerns us a, a lot. But Nixon explained that the U.N. needs help from other countries to evacuate people. The U.N. can't just issue visas on its own. The United Nations did not grant me an interview for this story, but a spokesman said that the U.N. has requested assistance from more than 30 countries now. One female U.N. employee I speak with says she feels abandoned, especially after she saw a staff email in August saying that the head of the U.N.'s Afghan mission, Deborah Lyons, was going on vacation. That was August 30th, just as the U.S. was leaving and after suicide bombers attacked the Kabul airport. Former U.N. officials were also troubled by that absence of leadership. Peter Galbraith once served as a high-ranking U.N. official in Afghanistan. You can be evacuated, but your job all the time has to be looking after your people and never mind looking after the situation. I just can't imagine being absent at such a critical time. And while the U.N.'s foreign staff was being evacuated, its local staff got safety advice. They were told to get rid of any sensitive documents and warned that armed individuals may try to enter their home without permission. In late August, after the Taliban takeover, U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres spoke by video to Afghan staff. The safety of all United Nations personnel in Afghanistan is our top priority. And we are doing everything in our power, namely through the permanent engagement with all relevant actors, and will continue to do so, 
to ensure your safety and well-being. Mohammed, the UN employee in Kabul, says he can't imagine going back to work in the countryside. He's heard how the Taliban have ransacked UN offices. In July, a UN compound in the western city of Herat was attacked and a security guard was killed. Mohammed says he's most worried about his family now. When I think about my future of my family, especially for my wife, for my daughter, the life is restricted for them so much. Even for me also, it is restricted. The UN says that two of its staff have reported being injured by the Taliban. Nobody has been killed. Current UN officials who request anonymity say that the measure of safety for the UN's Afghan staff should not be that the Taliban haven't actually killed anyone yet. Peter Galbraith, the former UN official, says protecting local staff is critical to the UN's mission. That is the dilemma that the UN faces. If it's to continue to be present, it's going to need its Afghan employees. Meanwhile, members of the U.S. Congress sent a letter to President Biden this week urging him to secure visas for U.N. staff. Representative Jerry Connolly is a Virginia Democrat. We've got to advocate for them. We have a moral obligation, both the United Nations and the United States and its allies, to protect those brave Afghanis who, over the last 20 years, worked by our side. Mohammed in Kabul says he's encouraged that more people are paying attention to his safety. But it's still unclear whether the U.N. is actively working with countries like the U.S. to get people out. We are still here. Still we are waiting. I don't know what happened. Mohammed says he once felt like he was part of a greater global mission to support Afghanistan and safeguard human rights. But now he's rethinking that because he says not enough is being done to protect his own life. For The World, I'm Monica Campbell.